0: So good morning listeners and welcome to Come and See Inspirations being produced here in our Come and Sea studio here in Ade. And this is the 16th of June. It's the Feast of the Holy Trinity. My name is John Keely. Thank you again for joining us. Special welcome to those people who are joining us who are sick, um, maybe under pressure these days, on their own, lonely. Thank you again for joining us. But more especially, thank you for your prayers. Our program, as people would know at this particular stage, is broadcast in Sacred Space at West Limit 102 Local Radio, 10 a.m. and 11 p.m. each Sunday, and is available for playback and download on come and see inspirations.budspread.com. And also, you can obviously get a connection through our blog, which is wwwsacredspace 102blogspotcom If you want to contact us as usual, you can text us on 87 6088667 That's 87 087- 6088667 or you can email us and that's on sacredspace102 at gmail.com Just to remind us there just just a few, a few notices just come to hand at the beginning of the program here. Remind people again about the novena after our Lady Perpetual Help which is taking place in Mount St. Alphonsus Redemptus Church in Limerick, it continues on to next Saturday. Novena time 7am, 8am, 10am 11.30am and one ten pm 4.30, 6.00 p.m., 7.30 p.m., 9.00 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. There's a special event which I'm banned from actually this afternoon. It's a children's children's celebration. That's on at 4.30 p.m. There's no mass there this afternoon, but it, it's a fun time. And, of course, there's a special novena celebration for First Holy Communion classes, and that's on 11.30 p.m. tomorrow morning. Now there's also a novena coming up. A novena to Sacred Heart this time is taking place in Robertstown here, uh, just by Shannon Golden and Fynes parishes. That starts on Thursday next, uh, the twentieth, continues on to the twenty eighth. It's a nightly at eight pm. Um, and the twenty fifth, uh, which is which is so Tuesday, uh, there's a blessing for the sick again. That's eight pm. Corpus Christi procession on Saturday next, the 22nd of June, after the 8 p.m. ceremony. Roberts Town Graveyard Mass is twenty-third Sunday the 23rd, next week at 9.30 a.m. Confessions nightly after each ceremony. And a quiet time, most important, a quiet time before the Blessed Sacrament at nine, between 9 and 10 p.m. each night. And just one final notice here. And I mean it's at the Sacred Heart again, and this time it's in the Institute of Christ the King, Sovereign High Priest, That's in the Sacred Heart Church in the Crescent in Limerick. Massive devotions, 12 noon and 7 p.m. daily, except for Sunday, which is 10.30 a.m. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Adoration, 5 p.m. Rosary. Come along and pray with the Sisters of the Adorers and the candidates for the seminary. Thursday next, uh, Corpus Christi procession after the 7 p.m. High Mass. And Friday the 28th, 7 p.m. Mass and benediction, renewal of the consecration of Ireland to the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus. So that's the Notices of God. And maybe just before I introduce my special guest this morning, I'll ask Anne to pray this prayer that we always pray for those of our listeners who are sick, can't get out of the house, love to see you, love to receive Jesus at Mass this morning, but can't, a spiritual communion prayer. Thanks, Anne.
1: My Jesus, I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I now cannot receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my soul. I embrace you as already there. I unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks for that,
1: Anne. Now it's a pleasure for me to
0: introduce my special guest this morning who has taken some time to come to us uh, in more recent times because she's been so busy. But it's a delight to have you back in the Come and See studio here in Ada, Geraldine Creighton from the Emmanuel community. How are you?
2: I am very well, John. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. And hello, listeners. We're having a great day.
0: Thank you very much indeed for coming on. And of course, as usual, Geraldine will be bringing us good news about what's happening in the Emmanuel community around the place and so on and so forth. But when the first question... Somebody might ask me this morning, or ask yourself, and I'll ask you, who are, the, who are the Emmanuel community? What do you do? What do you get up to? Well, I suppose everybody knows something about the Sacred Heart. And we're here in the
2: month of the Sacred Heart, and really, it's it's, it's really a delight to be here. Uh, it's the, it's the, the, the month we celebrate the heart of Jesus that loved us so much. So people know all about the Sacred Heart. And when they actually go to visit the Shrine of the Sacred Heart in France, they find that the whole sanctuary, the Shrine is run by the Emmanuel community. So in uh, 1985, the community were entrusted by the church in France to run this shrine and to enliven it, to encourage people to come. And every summer, there's a summer session there. Um, It starts at the middle of um, July and runs to the middle towards the end of August, four to five days at a time Everyone comes, all generations. So it started off, the community started going there in 1975. So the community was founded in 1972 out of a prayer group. So there were mm. people who came together, Pierre Gursa, uh French, um, founded in France. So a friend, two French people came together, Martine Lafitte. She was then, she was a medical student. And Pierre Gursa was an art critic. And that was he was a, an art critic of, um' us say, Catholic theatre and mm. um yeah, mostly Catholic theatre and movies, film. He was a mm. film buff. Mm. Um, but they had an experience of a retreat with their father, Caffarel. Um, he's at the Teams of Mary, his, his association. So uh, he had them on retreat and he had been in America and had experienced mm. um, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit there and uh, baptism the Holy Spirit um, and this kind of profound personal relationship with Jesus. And, and he came back to France to bring this experience to those people he knew when he gathered them together on retreat. They were part of that retreat and prayed and their lives were transformed. But they felt, obviously, they came into a new relationship with Jesus themselves. They really felt God was alive in them. But they also felt something else. It wasn't a, an attraction to each other, but it was something about being called together. He was at this stage in his 50s and she was a medical student. So in her early 20s and um, they decided they would pray together. And they started praying together, um, very simply. And within a year, there were five hundred people around them gathered together. And out of that came a prayer group. And out of that prayer group came the Emmanuel community. Simply from size, it had to divide. And the division wasn't because people were fighting. The division was because we were the same. But that's why the name came from from the scriptures. Emmanuel, meaning God with us, not with us exclusively as a community, but the sign that God is with. Humanity, Mm -hmm. God is with all of us. And that name was given to the community. So, Pierre Groussard, so the the community is in France, is the biggest part of the community. Uh, The second part, biggest group of the community is actually in Rwanda, Rwanda, in Africa. And out of these two places has come, you know, three people on their way to their servant of God already. So they're on their way to sainthood. One is Pierre Groussard, who died in Mm -hmm. 1991. And the second, uh, two people are Cyprian and Afras um and they are on their way they're from Rwanda and they were killed in the genocide in Rwanda which only i think last month or the month before we were celebrating an anniversary of that and the people wow. in Rwanda mm. were, were were really praying for the nation as we were joined really it's it's uh, still a profound wound for the Rwandan I people imagine. so that's emmanuel so emmanuel's is is exists um, with lay people, uh, single, married, Emmanuel exists in many forms. So we have an NGO, for example, Fidesco, that goes to the poorest parts of the world. Uh, people volunteer to go on to go on mission to bring the gospel, but also to bring their skills mm. to work uh, for, for with the poor. Uh, it runs um, a music label. It ha- publishes books Uh, and the communities in 65 countries around the world. There are single, married people in the community. There are priests and uh, consecrated men and women. Um, It just could be doing anything. There could be everything from uh, working in a shop to some of them not working, unemployed, mm-hmm. other members of the community could be a professor in a university or could be as one of them is uh, in the uh, t- tower uh, for the planes at uh, in the airport in Paris, you know, in the, in the tower guiding the planes in,
1: uh,
2: one of them. So, or it could be musicians or composers yeah. and all sorts of actors even. A wide variety of people, but from all parts of life, people in in the military, people in the guards, people, um, butchers, um, shop assistants, teachers. And so the community is about about somewhere around 10,000 people in the world and probably we say about another 20 or 30,000 people associated with the works of the community. Um, so, but really, it's all about God. It's not really. Well, yes.
0: Yeah, but uh, but I was just thinking there. You know, I mean, it started in 1972, and now look mm. how big you are. But, but the, what, well, it's really
2: small, in fact, because there are lots of more movements. There are lots of movements that are far, far bigger. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that's the, the way you see. I suppose, like the community is a call. It's and it's it's not a call for everybody, mm-hmm. but every every single person in the world has a call mm. because God is calling each person individually. He is the one who is choosing us. And if your path is a manual, that's one thing, but everyone is called to something and everyone has a reason for being here. And that role is absolutely unique and needed. I would say that's more than anything else. And that was certainly my discovery, partly in the journey of the community, absolutely, I can say that, but even in my own life of how mm. I've come to understand who I am and why I'm here a little bit more and more each day. Um, and, and, and to realise that you know, I am unique and that it is God, in fact, this journey with God day by day, day in, day out, bad times and good times um, that I discover more and more how to actually be and live. I live live well, mm-hmm. you know, and there's this whole, even in our own society, lots of talk about wellness and you know, what you do to be well and caring for the body. And and really, we have to remember to care for the soul as well. I mean, you must care for the body. That's absolutely essential. So we do have a shower and buy our clothes and have our hair done and do all those things. Uh, But we must also care for the soul. And sometimes that's missing. And sometimes people look for it in other things. They care for the soul without caring for the body. You know, so there's an imbalance. But we must, must, must. There's a part in us. There's a part in this, this that needs, like the, the flower, the, when the, the flower is coming in the spring, if you don't water it and you don't give it enough sun, it, it's, going, it's going to wither. But we, we need this part of our, our being come to life. And that's, for me, it's, it's, it's the experience of God in my life. And in particular, um, for me, it's the heart of Jesus, which is this
0: month that we're celebrating. You mentioned there... How did you get involved kind of with the Emmanuel community?
2: Oh, a long time ago now, and at this point, but it was it was part of my journey. Um I was involved in a prayer group at the time and I suppose I had come I just see was there more? I mean, with me the question is with the Lord, you know, what's next and, and is this all? I mean and in and, and lots of times in our lives we're all always asking, is this all there is? And the truth of it is, no, it's not. There's always more. But there's always more with God. In fact, it just opens up the door far wider than we think. And I remember having people were praying with me at one point and, and they said to me, you know, they really felt when they prayed with me that the Lord was going to open a door for me in my life and my life would be completely different after this point. And for sure that happened. And it happened actually through a trip that I made to Parle Monial, which is the shrine in France, where Jesus appeared to St. Margaret Mary, where the whole Sacred Heart devotion comes from. And I remember going on that trip. I was, you know, at the party of life where, where things aren't really working out right. I really knew that I needed this. And I, I decided, I, remember I decided to go because I actually needed to, and I knew I wouldn't survive, I suppose, not just emotionally, but I I just needed to do something different Mm. and, you know, find and I'd done the sun holidays, you know, Mm. whatever. I'm not a great, I don't. Mm -hmm. If you know me, you know that I have white skin. I don't take a tan, but still you try to take a tan. But uh, I'd done those holidays. So I ended up anyway going to Parlemonial and arriving in this place that everyone is speaking French and really I hadn't really understood much French, but I found a place where it's a place of, um, certainly I could relax um, and experienced just peace mm. a pay, place of profound peace and um there are beautiful times i remember where i w- was able to go and just spend time sitting in front of jesus in the blessed sacrament and somehow some part within me was just becoming more and more alive through this experience and i remember hearing one speaker talk about how jesus is longing for us to respond to him mm. and that really God in, in you know we hear it in the gospel Jesus is reaching out to people all the time but actually he really is reaching out to me um and calling my name and you know in in being there in parliament I really had an experience of Jesus talking to me and calling me and um, um setting me free i had you know an experience powerful experience of confession and i think um not like confession in the box um mm-hmm. but you know just a simple very simple confession but but really profound sense of jesus just taking my sins but it wasn't about that it was actually about him healing me and saying i'll give you the next step and i'll give you the the, the bit of strength for the next step and that was another part of it so you know it's um it's, and there are opportunities for, for people. These sessions went on the whole summer and, and we have actually one coming up. Um, there's some English in the programme this time from in July 23rd to 20, 28th. And the theme is beautiful this year. Uh, that session is called Home is where his heart is. You know, what the the expression is home is where the heart is. Mm-hmm. But we're saying home is where his heart is. And that's certainly my experience. I remember arriving Parliament Parlemonial uh and and just seeing all around me, because it's like a little village. And there's tents everywhere. There's mm. a tent even for the, for the Blessed Sacrament. There's a tent where you eat. And, uh, you know, there's like there's four or five thousand people in these tents. But uh, I remember arriving there and just looking and feeling. I said, I am home. But really, it's this idea, I suppose, that comes in, and Pope Francis is big about it. You know, um, home is in his heart. Jesus asks, reminds us to rest on his heart like St. John Mm, mm. and St John and the Gospel of John you know the, this part where at the Last Supper it talks about St John lies back and he, he lies in the that's chest right. of Jesus yes. and you can imagine if he did he must have heard as we do you know the the heartbeat mm, 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 lub dub you know mm, 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 the heart mm. of Jesus beating and that's really what adoration is it's being there with him silently, listening to his heart, he's actually listening to our heart, he's listening to every part of our life mm. if we let him, he knows it anyway, but he's listening to our deepest, deepest parts, but we're also listening to him and trying to attune to his way of thinking um or just by being with him, and allowing him to heal us to 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 love us um and this it's really funny because. It's profoundly really, because the apparitions that happened to St. Margaret Mary, she, you know, she died, she was only 43. Oh, I just good, only realised that recently. Mm. But she actually was quite young. Know, but there were three great apparitions there. But the first apparition happened on the feast of St. John. And it was happening. All, all her apparitions that she received of Jesus happened um, either in the presence of Jesus exposed or in the tabernacle. So she was in the chapel. You know, we have a great Irish tradition of going to the church, mm. of blessing ourselves when we pass the church. And um, and I just really I just invite myself because <laughs> I have to be reminded too. But all of us just maybe go one step further. Just go in the door, spend two seconds, spend a minute, yeah. spend two minutes, spend ten minutes. Just pr- try and add a little bit more to it, and spend time with him. Uh, just but her 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 experience was really of that first apparition on on on, uh, on Saint John. Saint John, yeah. You know to rest with mm. him and really adore him. The second apparition was was actually on. Uh, on one of the first Fridays, it was a first Friday of some month. Nobody can actually know which month it was, mm. which was kind of funny, but it was so back. So back in the 1600s um, and it was this idea of, of um, and it happened between the Holy, the, the, the Thursday. So the calling it to a holy hour, There's an idea of a holy hour um, for people who are able, but even a holy 10 minutes, start mm. with a holy 10 minutes. Mm. That's all. And just, you know, over time, you can add another five minutes to it as you can. Yeah
0: we got a a little bit of a clip there.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a clip about um, what's on the home is where his heart is. Just listen to it. It's really uh, it's 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 very short.
0: Just before we leave Paris. My mercy is is greater than you can imagine. So he will call you, I, I, I want to heal you totally.
3: Lemonial
1: is a great place, it's amazing. It's a really amazing
0: experience and you just need to come here and to do, make your own opinion on this event. But we are called also to, to go to the world to, to uh, testify about God's mercy. There, from from your own website, is it? Um, yeah. Invite people to come to Paris, and just before we move on, we, we, we were looking off there myself, and then a few years ago. And thank you so much for inviting us to come and join you there. It was certainly a very uplifting experience. But your own experience started there, and then you,
2: you then came back to Ireland, and then did you? Well, what I did actually, then mm. afterwards, I I went to a, the Emmanuel School of Mission in. Rome, Rome almost on the same year yeah it was an incredible experience uh, it was part of this I suppose experience of God that I had when I was in Paris you know it was kind of a life changing moment really for me and that's kind of what happens sometimes when you go just do something different because you really feel you have to um, you're crying out to God for something different and actually God answers. And that's what happened in this case. So I went off to the Emmanuel School of Mission in Rome. I took a break from my job and went off for a year and had a time to really grow in in my faith. I had time to do a little bit of songwriting. Um, mm-hmm. Some uh, we, did, we did a musical. We wrote a musical. We did some mission on the streets. And I suppose just not afraid to be a Catholic, not afraid to kind of, you know, really say, well, actually, this is the best thing uh, that has happened to me. And to be, uh, to really be in relationship with Jesus, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to know God as my father and to live with him day by day in the church and with the saints. This is really life. And the aim of my life is actually heaven. And not only that, the aim of my life is 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 that I, I hope that I will be able to bring people with me. You know, not just my family and friends, but those around me. And just this really one fabulous thing. And I suppose just in reflecting on mm. Parliament when I was coming to talk about t- today about the shrine of the Sacred Heart. At one point, Jesus is in the first apparition where there's this moment really of of. Mark Mary spending time with Jesus and experiencing his mercy, his tenderness. Um, and he said to her, "I, my heart is so in love with, with people, with everyone and with you. But he said, I can't keep this love inside and I can't even just keep it for you. I want it to go everywhere. And so the idea is that that he wants not only us to receive it, me to receive it personally, but also that I might give it away to others and then that others will give it away to others so that the whole world will actually become warmed by the love of God because the world can be very cold out there mm-hmm. and life can knock the, the knock knock you down mm-hmm. and the world can but it is through the love of God which is our our warmth and strength and it, it
0: is a hope for us and so obviously the community here, as in everywhere else, support each other. Yes. You've got a few pillars there that you often mention here. You yeah,
2: so the, the, the pillars we talk about are, one is adoration of the blessed Sacrament. So really, everything comes from Jesus. Everything comes from God. So there's nothing that we haven't, you know, God has made everything. But in fact, he's sustaining us and, and sustaining me um, in, through this heart to heart. As you would have a heart to heart with someone you love, Mm -hmm. Uh, this is the heart to heart. And it's uh, really we're encouraged to to spend a little time every day in this heart to heart. So that's the first aspect, Mm -hmm. adoration, Uh, where possible in front of blessed sacrament exposed, if not tabernacle, whatever. So making a special choice for that. The second then is through what we call compassion. So this idea of um, getting out of our own comfort zone and reaching out to others in need. However, that might be it in a very discreet way sometimes or can we do through particular missions that we do together in the community. So we would either visiting the poor or the sick or things like that. Um, and the third aspect then is through evangelization. So this would be a decision too, as um, as we, I learned in the School of Mission um, to to go on the street, to go to schools, uh, even within my family, to be ready to answer for the reason that I have hope. To be ready to give an answer and, and to see if people are in need now that's not shoving anything down anyone's throat but it is me when you see the need that you're willing to speak and not hold back so if I have good news so if I'm ready uh, I remember giving this an analogy before if I have the numbers to the lotto you know, I'm not going to yeah. keep them well some people no. keep them for themselves but you know you prefer to be in a group winning the lotto wouldn't you I wouldn't like to win all that money myself I prefer to be in a group winning the lotto so the bigger the group the more so that's, that's the idea so they're the three pillars
0: and prayer life would form a very important part of yeah, any well, member of the Emmanuel yeah
2: I mean prayer prayer is part of it part, part of it it's part of life, life. it's part mm-hmm. of life and, and, and you make it part of your life because prayer is it's a time for spending time to be honest the first person you meet when you pray is yourself so it really is encountering yourself mm. And then putting that self when you can't solve the problems or you, you have one solution to your problem in front of God, who has actually the, the answers to every, everything, everything, because He is all knowing. And so through prayer, we put ourselves just in, in contact with Him. And that means part of our prayer is speaking, but the other part of our prayer is silence and is listening. And, you know, the question I can ask myself and we ask ourselves is, what is God saying to me today? Because God is always speaking. Now, he mightn't speak through the gospel or he mightn't speak through uh, a holy book, but he might speak through a person you meet or in nature uh, or through events. But what is God saying? So that's that's a question. So prayer is part of your life. Um, we live life. So we we support each other as well um, by being together. So part of that will be meeting up uh, once a week mm-hmm. uh, in smaller groups within the community, and then we have a monthly kind of uh, a gathering for a day or, or longer if needed for formation and just learning more about the faith. And part of that will be uh, doing little evangelizations and, and missions.
0: Can you give us a, a little bit of an example of the little evangelizations you can? Well, with?
2: we've we've long done evangelizations at shopping centres, on streets, um, and you know it's it's very simple. Um, it, it's really. Again, it's not shoving anything down anyone's throat, but it is, is uh, being there with our music, singing our songs and, and inviting people to come in to a chapel and, and make a prayer. It's, it's very, very simple. Light a candle, make a prayer. And oftentimes just by being there and being ready to welcome people, there are tremendous encounters with people. There's a lot of suffering and there's a lot of anger out there as well. Um, a lot of suffering, a lot of disappointment. And in each and every occasion, we are there to be to, to listen and to pray for people, and also to pray with people. Sometimes there and then on the street, we will just pray for a situation and 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 bring it uh, to God if people if people want. Uh, and we've prayed with Muslims, we've prayed with uh, other Christians, we've prayed with Catholics um, on the street, and you know. We do everything on the street. You know, we, we, we meet our friends on the street. Why not talk about God on the street? God is he's, he's everywhere and he's interested in everything, even in the smallest of things.
0: I'm sure you would have met people there who, you know yourself, were just looking for somebody to speak to them about God or looking for somebody to listen to their own problems and you guys happen to turn up. And that's because, I assume, you've been listening to Jesus in the Most Blessed Sacrament when you've been having that little bit of yeah. silence and...
2: Yeah, or in the scriptures, reading I'm a little in bit scriptures. of the Bible, a little yeah. bit of the Bible in the day. And yeah, and, and learning, I suppose, like over time in your life, you're you're learning how God speaks and in what he speaks. And you're learning to hear his voice so that you get to hear, you understand him a little bit more hmm. um, when he, when God is speaking. And it sounds an odd thing, you know, how we, how do you hear God speaking? But uh, And often it's one of the questions people will ask, well, how do you know God's speaking to you? But sometimes you just know. Yeah. Mm. The other point is, if you're ever unsure about how God speaks, you always know that he won't speak in a judgmental way. Mm. God will never judge you. If you're suddenly aware of your own sin that you've made, it will be, if if God is showing this to you, it is only to set you free. He is showing you this point to say, go to confession. Mm. I want to free you. I don't want my little child bound up anymore. I don't want you a Mm. prisoner. Mm. He wants, you know, and he's the one who became, in fact, Pope Francis used the word, Jesus became a prisoner for us because he talks about, Pope Francis talks about the heart of Jesus being, you know, God himself came into a human heart. You know, he he actually, his heart on the cross was pierced for us. He made himself so small. He became a prisoner in the human body to come so close Mm -hmm. to us Mm -hmm. and to make himself real. Um, but he's chosen to be in prison so that we might be free and really to allow him. And I think that would be, if you look at the apparitions from Parliament you'll see that it is, you know, some one of the apparitions Jesus is complaining, you know, people just are not responding to me. I'm showing them how much I love them, but they're, they're not responding. Their mm-hmm. hearts are cold. And I suppose that means that for, for, for those of us who believe it is incumbent on us really to, to remain faithful. And and to, to To grow in faithfulness in fact, and that's how it's really important to have a small support group like a community or a prayer group or people you pray with um in in the church together. you have some group together that you can stay strong because coal's separated If you separate burning coals in a fire, we know those of you who have fires, we all know the fire will simply die, but if you keep the coals together, even if they're old coals, something will still be burning, okay, it'll still be burning and 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 um you know and it's that sense of burning that actually g- it is life within us and it's life to us and we without it we shrivel up and and die
0: there might be somebody out there you mentioned about support there there might be somebody out there who might be looking for a little bit of encouragement or support in their own faith journey at the moment and might be listening to us and maybe like what you've just said and might might want to get a little bit more involved with find out what a bit what a. Bit. Emmanuel Community is all about, and maybe would like to make contact with you. How, mm-hmm. Any idea as, uh, how would I make contact with you? Well, certainly, people are very,
2: very welcome to contact me. We have we have meetings of the Emmanuel Community in Limerick, um, and certainly they'll be happening uh, once a month. We're coming now towards the summertime so our meetings are are closing down. But that doesn't mean we can't meet. We we don't meet, but we have a meeting coming up at the end of the month. In fact, um, we have a meeting uh, in, in Dublin um, on the last um, Sunday of the month. I have to get the exact date right now. It's not the 20 it's the 22nd or 23rd. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's yeah, the 23rd. So it's the feast, it's Corpus Christi actually. Um, and we are yeah, there's members there's of the community.: yeah? yeah.
0: But if people are, maybe maybe if, if, if they want to give us a text here in the program. And that's again 087 6088667. Pass the details on yeah, to yourself, absolutely. Jeremy. And, and we'll... then see where we go from there. Yeah. Or you can email us on sacredspace102 at gmail.com. Jeremy, thanks a lot for coming in again. And uh, we'll just invite listeners now, maybe at the moment, just to sit back and listen to a first bit of music, which you've chosen for us this morning.
2: Yeah, so this is Lord in Your Mercy, Guide Us Home. So this is actually the theme for the Parlemonial Shrine of the Heart of Jesus session this summer, uh, the English session. So let's uh, pray it for each other. Pray it for our families. Pray it for Ireland. Pray it for everyone in the world who's wanting to, to know where is home.
0: So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keely. Still joining the studio here by Anne and by Geraldine Crissom. Thanks a lot, Geoff, for for sharing that beautiful information there on the Emmanuel community uh, in part one of the programme. Now, there's a few little um, bits of information regarding uh, Emmanuel community and maybe other events that people might be interested in happening in the near future. Can you... Let us know if you will, please. No, okay. A few things to, to give notice about. The first is a movie
2: um, called Garabandal, Only God Knows. Okay. And it's actually happening in Limerick, in, in the city centre, or at least in, in the Crescent Shopping Centre, Doradoa, the omniplex movie theatre there. Uh, at six thirty in the evening on uh, the twenty-first, twenty-second, and twenty-third of June. So everybody, this really from friends of her of mine who've been to the movie in Cork already. So it's doing a tour of the country in various places at different times. So they've said it's really worth well worth seeing. So Garabandel Only God knows is the title Mm. and that's on the twenty first, twenty second and twenty third of June at six thirty in the evening in the Omniplex at the Crescent Shopping Centre. Thank you very much indeed. Looking forward to that.
0: Okay, I'll be there.
2: Okay. The second thing then of four Mm -hmm. wonderful things. The second thing then is um, a conference that's taking place in Dublin in the RDS. So this is the National uh, uh, Charismatic Conference in Dublin at the RDS in the Concert Hall. It's starting on Saturday the 22nd. So all good things are happening in that weekend. On the 22nd of June from ten a.m. in the morning until eight p.m., and really, this is a significant conference because Pope Francis inaugurated at Pentecost uh, officially launched uh, Caris, which is the new international service for charismatic renewal across the world. Which. Uh, c- kind of covers all of the movements in what Pope Francis calls the current of grace. It's actually, that, that sentence is taken from Cardinal Sunens, um, who was one of the four moderators mm. of Vatican II, but he was the link between the papacy and the renewal since its uh, start, uh, which started by the Holy Spirit back there uh, after the Vatican Council. Mm. So um, this is a new, basically, injection in the army that Pope Francis is saying, get your act together, be missionary, Tell, keep telling people about the, the good news of Jesus, but especially about the gift of the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit helps us to uh, follow uh, follow Jesus. That's the first thing he's saying. The second thing is, is really the important mission to the poor. And the third thing then is this role of the charismatic renewal in uh, Christian unity, you know, that the world may believe because a divided family, like a divided family, you know, everybody sees the brokenness, and of course, we're all broken anyway. But with un- unity and being united, we see the yeah. source of our unity is in fact a person, and that person is the person of Jesus. So, at this conference, there are two wonderful speakers. The first is Ruth Patterson, who is a um, a Presbyterian minister and a prolific writer, and really a woman with a, a great gift of teaching on on the Bible. So, if you if you like to know more about the scriptures, um, She's a great woman to hear. I've heard her uh, many, many times and well, well worth uh, a listen. The second at the conference is um, Jean-Luc Munz, who is, in fact, and we're very lucky to have him, the moderator appointed by Pope Francis to uh, oversee the work of Charis, this international charismatic uh, or um, board, basically, and service for the renewal, supporting the bishops. All the bishops in the world would have received notice from Pope Francis to say, this is charis, it exists, you are to encourage the charismatic renewal that they fulfil their mission in the service of the Church. And there's a beautiful piece from Jean-Luc recently, just um, yesterday it arrived, uh, or the day before, to say that they met with Pope Francis and had a very powerful meeting. And uh, Cardinal Farrell, who of course is from Dublin, he Mm -hmm. is the head of the the Dicastery for Faith, Family and Life. Uh, He's the link to the papacy for the renewal. But he said, the Church needs the charismatic renewal, to be exactly who they are, who the renewal is. The church needs a renewal. And it was the first time Jean-Luc said he ever heard this and he's been involved uh, for uh, 30 years or so in the renewal. Jean-Luc himself is a mathematician. So he's a man of logic, mm-hmm. and so uh, he's been involved in in my community, in the Emmanuel community, uh, for a very, very long time. He's also worked um, with Cor Unum, which is a Pontifical Council. So he's 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 known to the Vatican mm-hmm. circles, I suppose, mm-hmm. or he's familiar with that mm-hmm. scene. And he's 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 served uh, on the leadership in in the Emmanuel community as well. John Luke is a very a logical man. Yes. he's mm-hmm. funny. He's he loves people um and he has a great world experience of sharing the gospel among among poorest of nations and um he's was uh, involved in the head of fidesco which is the community's outreach to the poor uh, that sends missionaries you know to to work in with mm-hmm. with local people in in um, humanitarian projects and faith projects so he's been involved in lots and lots of things so he's a, a man worth hearing
0: so this, that's the second thing so, but, but this is about just, just get my head around this this, this is about the charismatic renewal uh, membership being asked to go out on mission
2: yeah and be who they are share with w- everybody walk the walk the walk the walk hmm. so you've got to do the praying but you also have to share with other people how to pray how to follow God how to live your life drawing from the source of life that is the Holy Spirit. Share about who the Holy Spirit is. People don't know who the Holy Spirit is. No. The Holy Spirit has been given by Jesus from the cross. When and the sign of Jesus was pierced, you know, they would have this last, mm-hmm. so Jesus mm-hmm. is already dead. And the centurions, they come along and they say, they're checking, is the guy dead on the right and the left of Jesus? And mm-hmm. they come to Jesus and they say, oh, but he's already dead. They didn't have to break his legs. Remember this piece yep. in the one. Yep. So they said, oh, to make sure he's dead, they got the lance and they stuck it in. And as I said, out of his side came blood and water, right? So even though he was dead, God was still given more. And this is the point about God. He's always pouring out more for us, and there is always more with him. And so we get this symbol of the blood and the, and the water is a symbol for us in the church of the sacraments.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. the Eucharist in particular, but of the sacramental life uh, and uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit was promised. It was promised. So we know after the resurrection, Jesus said, wait. Mm-hmm. For the promise of the Father. And the promise of the Father, who is God our Father, is the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is given to us in baptism. But sometimes we don't actually get to know the Holy Spirit unless we go looking or we spend a little time. We might know God the Father. We might know God the Son. We mightn't. But the Holy Spirit, in fact, helps us know God. That's, Father, Son.
0: That sounds exciting. Looking forward to hearing more about that. Mm. Thanks. Okay. Third thing. Mm.
2: And this is kind of linked to the, to the I suppose, the importance of... of having people to pray for us and also the fact that we're all called to prayer there's a website run by the renewal uh, supported by the um uh, archbishop of armagh oh
0: yeah yeah
2: and it was launched last year i think mm. i mentioned it last year called myprayer.ie and anyone who needs prayer for anything please 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 go online there are people ready to pray for you for your family for whatever you need you can make a very simple anonymous prayer in there you don't even need to name names if you don't want to and ask for prayer and you can be sure that there there are up to one thousand people, I'm one of the people who pray Mm -hmm. uh, for prayer for people. Um, So do, do that, get your prayer there online and people will be praying for you and do if you do get an answer reply back. I would also say if you can't work a computer yourself get your child, get your grandchild, get anybody who knows to have a computer to register you and put your prayer up for you. The second thing is then there might be people out there who say, "Well, I'm actually doing okay, and maybe I don't have prayers, but I have people who can pray for me, but I can pray so if you're a person of prayer, you can also become part mm-hmm, of that mm-hmm. network of a thousand people to pray because really a thousand isn't enough, no. you know we can we need mm-hmm. many, many people to pray, mm. and um of course, God hears one prayer, but it's the fact that people you're being carried by somebody else, and sometimes we can't pray ourselves, mm. but sometimes we can actually And our gift. Our gift now, and so has a particular part of life, you can do nothing else, but actually, you can pray, which is actually the most important. And the most powerful thing. That's the third point. So myprayer.ie, myprayer.ie. is the website.
0: And we'll certainly put up these links on our own blog, there the blog. this weekend. Yeah,
2: that's super. And the fourth thing then, just to extend an invitation for those who are listening and interested in, in spending some time with the Emmanuel community, we are on the 23rd. I said, all oh, great things are happening that mm-hmm. weekend. We're actually in Dublin, a meeting of the community in St. Agnes's Parish Centre. This is in Crumblin. And we're there in Dublin. If you happen to be in that area or if you want to come up especially to join us, you are more than welcome. We start there at 10 a.m. Includes Mass and um, time of adoration, a short time of teaching. And would you believe it, our guest on the day will be the self-same Jean-Luc Munns, who is going to be speaking the day before at the Charismatic Conference. But he's going to be spending time with us that day. So the day is done and dusted by about 3.30 or 4.00 and it's a time for relaxation as well as listening a time of prayer and rest and uh, yeah generally being together so people are very very welcome to come
0: Geraldine as usual you never leave us go home bored anyway there's always something <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that encouraging news and um, I like that last little idea they had there was the second last one the idea about my prayer dad I, I think that's something that maybe we can encourage here on Sacred Space and come and see inspirations every week and we look forward also maybe to going to the Omniplex, 6:30. Um, it's, it's Friday, Saturday. And
2: Sunday, the 21st, 22nd, 3rd of June. Then the 22nd of June is the RDS in Dublin, the conference there from 10 a.m. And that's the 22nd the 23rd of June is with the Emmanuel Community at um, St Agnes' Parish Centre, Crumlin, which is just beside St Agnes' Church in
0: Crumlin. Jo, thank you so much for that. So now we're going for a piece of music to finish up this section. And you've picked one today. Yeah, it's
2: really, it's only by grace. You know, this is the title of the song. And I suppose really it's by the grace of God that we have faith. You know, we can strive Mm. and strive and strive, but God has to give his grace. But, you know, I heard a little thing about, you know, God has his timing for when he will respond to our prayer. Mm -mm. But we always, in our own heart, have to have the door open. And so we can make the gesture of opening the door of our heart to say, I'm leaving it open. I'm leaving it off the latch. Maybe, maybe we're not ready to open <laughs> like it, it yeah. but leave it off yeah. the latch so that God can just push in. And this song yeah. talks about the importance of grace and the possibility of grace.
0: Welcome back again to the third and final part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley, still joining the studio here by Geraldine Cretan, and of course Anne is still joining us here as well. At this part of the program, it's the most important part actually of the program, where we read and reflect in the Word of God, the Sunday Gospel. Uh, Before that, we'll ask Anne to pray this prayer before reading and reflecting on Scripture. Thanks, Anne.
1: Lord, we thank you for pushing us into the presence of your Word, which you inspired in your prophets. May we approach this word reverently, attentively and humbly. May we not despise this word, but receive all it has to say to us. We know that our hearts are closed, often incapable of comprehending the simplicity of your word. Send your spirit to us so that receiving the word in truth and simplicity, Our lives may be transformed by it. Let us not be resistant, Lord. May your word penetrate us like a two-edged sword. May our hearts be open to it. Let not our eyes be closed, nor our minds wander. But may we give ourselves entirely to this listening. We ask this water in union with Mary, He used to recite the Psalms through Jesus Christ,
0: our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that then. So the Gospel for Trinity Sunday is taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 12 to 15. Jesus said to his disciples, I still have many things to say to you, but there will be too much for you now. But when the Spirit of truth comes, he'll lead you to the complete truth, since he will not be speaking as from himself, but will say only what he has learned. And he will tell you of the things to come. He will glorify me, since all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. Everything the Father has is mine. And that's why I say to you, All He tells you will be taken from what is mine. So that's the gospel for today for Trinity Sunday. Joline, we got a thought or two there you'd like to share with us, please?
2: I suppose that the first thing that strikes me is we actually had in the prayer already the importance of the Holy Spirit in the Gospel there, to, to that the Word of God is transmitted to us. And you know, people say, oh, I know about God the Father. I say the Our Father. I hear about Jesus at Mass. I know about the Eucharist. But this Holy Spirit, who's this Holy Spirit? And Jesus himself is saying the Spirit is the one who will guide us into all truth. And if there's one thing that's true out there, people are looking for the truth. And they're looking for, uh, yeah, something that they can rely on. And of course we have in the media this thing about fake news and, you know, well, is that true, it's not true. But somehow when we hear something that's true, we, it's a it's, it's personal search for us, whether it's about the truth about our lives or even the truth about the state of the nation or the truth, the truth about the economy or the truth about where money is going with the politicians. But we want to find out and reach some reliable uh, base and so Jesus is saying that the Holy Spirit is the one who will guide us uh, into the truth. And that the truth is coming to us, uh, is something that we desire, something that we need to hear, in fact. Because God gives us things that we need. Um, he doesn't give us things that we don't need. He, we don't always get everything we ask for. But one thing he's made, promised us there, is that he will send his Holy Spirit who will be uh, with us. Um, and in Trinity Sunday, we have the idea, I suppose, there's a lovely icon, Rublev icon, that shows the three persons and, and around a table and a little space uh, on that table where we, we can sit in and take our place. God is a family, as we heard in Amoris Letizia and even last summer with the Pope. God is not one, but three. This is the mystery of the Trinity. And we live Within the life of God and God communicates his life, this love, this truth, as we say, through the Holy Spirit. But his His truth is love and his love is eternal. His truth does not hurt us. His truth does not kill us. His truth brings us to life and uh, helps us to grow. Um, so his truth is, is actually essential to us because it's about who we are who we are and who we are in relation to one another and who we are in relation to the world around us, creation around us and who we are and why we're here. And so the word really today is, you know, come Holy Spirit, as we had from Pentecost um, last uh, last Sunday. Come Holy Spirit, fill our hearts. Come Holy Spirit, bring your truth. Um, Let the words of Jesus show me who I am, where I am, how I'm to behave, what I'm to do who I'm to follow, uh, how I'm to treat my neighbour, my child, my parent, my sibling, my brother, sister, my neighbour down the road, how I'm going to resolve these problems that are around me in my life, really to invite the Holy Spirit to the truth of a situation and then we take action. And the Holy Spirit himself gives us the energy because he is, he's fire, he's power, he's strength, he gives us everything we need. So the only thing I can say in response of all that really is the glory be to the Father which is the greatest praise that we can have for the Trinity and really welcome uh, the, the power and strength and the guidance of God into our lives.
0: Thank you so much for that. Just a little thought that came to myself actually this week. Uh, again, the, 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 the first few lines of the Gospel spoke to me. I still have many things to say to you but there will be too much for you now. And uh, When the Spirit of Truth comes he lead you to the truth. I suppose for myself, over the years, I've, I've come to know and understand a little bit more of the teachings that Jesus gave us. And this has come about really because I invited the Holy Spirit, as you mentioned to there, to lead me. The Holy Spirit has led me to read and reflect with others in the Word of God, and I do that every week and Lecture the Vienna in Newcastle West. of a Monday night before Father Frank Duick. But this has also opened up a new world for me. And as I listen to others sharing what the Holy Spirit was prompting them to share the Word of God. The more I cooperated with allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me, the fuller the understanding came to myself. Without the Holy Spirit, I couldn't do much, as you say yourself. So I'd invite people this week, open the hearts of the Holy Spirit, just as I did many years ago, and I really wasn't sure what I was doing, but ask the Holy Spirit to just, just to open, open these words that I'm listening to at Mass and, and, and help, them, help me to see how they apply to my life. And all I can say is that over the years, I've become become—I've come to realise that, that they have a big part to play in my life. and It's putting some meaning into my life, rather than going around the world in, in a meaningless sort of fashion. That now when I listen to the Word of God, I find that it gives me hope and it gives me encouragement and it has a meaning for my life. And that only happens because, as we said before, the Holy Spirit is in the driving seat. Anyway... That's the end of our programme for this week. Thanks, Jeff, for coming in. Very You're welcome. very good, and, and Anne, thanks again for, for joining us. yeah jo, you picked a final piece of music. Yeah, course. this is called "Hope,
2: Israel." So it's really a, a prayer that we can make. We're kind of speaking to our own souls, saying, "You know, hope. Don't give up hope. Hope in the Lord. He actually, he has everything in hand. Really, if we put our whole trust in Him, if we, yeah, keep giving everything into His care and trusting that He will." He will win. He will will out. The best will come. The best will come out of it.
0: Let's go and say that. God bless you all now. Bye. God
4: bless.